Hey, thanks for joining us for No Cap, the internet's handsomest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He's the legendary Tyvis Powell. We're recording live from Buffalo Wild Wings, Lancaster tonight. Got number 11, Miami at North Carolina State, getting ready to... Some good... That's a decent ball. I think we're like a half hour away from that game starting here on the flat screens. Decent ball, man. We're going to have a nice little thing to look at while we talk. Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings, the official sports bar of 11 Warriors. We're eating well tonight. Thanks for coming out to join us. Uh, You can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. We do appreciate you tuning in, Tybus. Five stars only. Five stars Please only. Please give us a rating yeah. and a review. We do re- we do read the review, and I would like to We take know. it to heart. We take it to heart. For sure. You know, yeah. I, like to, I like my my game to be critiqued. You know, I want to be the best at this, so, you know. What do you have to eat tonight? Tonight, I went with my traditional wings as always. Good. Nashville hot. Extra crispy. Extra crispy always. It was pretty good, you know, pretty good flavor, you know. One of those things that is not too hot. You know, it gives you a little kick in there, but it's, it's actually a good flavor. I would def- strongly recommend it to everybody who likes a little kick to their wing. Or you feel, you feel like you're working your way back to Reaper? Or is that just a, no, I did that, that once that, in my that, life, yeah, I'm never no, touching right. again. That would never happen again. <laughs> you can't even pay me to do that again. <laughs> I was down and out for a week off of that. I, Man, I didn't, I'm telling you, I'm, I hate to still be talking about even, the Reapers. Yeah, don't even bring it up yeah, no more. My bad, my bad, my bad. I had the buffalo chicken tonight, delicious. Uh, I had good. some potato wedges. Yes. Is that what they're calling them? The shredded cheese on them. Yeah, amazing. How about that uh, 38-25 Ohio State win at Penn State? It was, uh, it was good. They started off very fast. There was a couple little rocky, rocky little roads in there, you know, but we overcame it. thought it was a pretty, pretty good, strong outing for them. What would you give it on a scale of A to F, I guess? Out of eight? A to F. Like a, oh, like a. a classroom scale. Okay, thing. I would give it a B minus. B minus? B minus. You got to like that. And they won by 13. Yeah, B minus. 14 to 3 lead in the first. They I were feel, up 21, I just feel like you know, half. Yeah, they started off so strong. I just would have liked them to continue that. You know? Yeah. You know, last week I was talking about how, how well they are in the second half, how mm-hmm. they adjust to things. And then they just kind of like plateaued off in the second half. Like they came out hot, but they didn't match that same intensity, I feel like, in the second half. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those games to me that felt like the score didn't reflect how wide the result was. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, 13 didn't feel like a 13-point game. No, it really did. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, it's these are Big Ten teams. They give scholarships. They Absolutely. Come, they come to play. They come to win. They there's, did. There's no pushover yeah, games Penn in the Big State, Penn State is always historically a good team, and, you know, they're definitely going to be a good team always. So, it was – I mean, it's the score kind of is what you would expect. Right. But if you watched it, it just seemed different, you know. Yeah. How about Fields and the two receivers again? You got Olave yeah. and Garrett Wilson. They, That's they, a show. They, it is. You know, it's very exciting to watch them every week. Justin Fields is always doing something that really, like, catches your eye. I think this week he did the famous falling down and threw it and still completed pass. It's just every week he give us something that's like. Did you see that? Yeah, it was. The, it's the vegan, I'm telling it's you. It's the vegan diet? It's the vegan diet, man, every time. <laughs> yeah, he, he finished, what, 28 of 34 for 318, four touchdowns. Yeah, he he definitely put up the numbers, boy. You know what, I'm, it's, I'm very proud of it, you know. Like I say, we, when we start, first began at this pod, we talked about all the sacrifices that he made and how dedicated it was, and it's really paying off for him. So it's, it's really nice to see that he's doing this. Yeah, I bet as someone like you that's been through it all, you can probably appreciate that more yeah, than most. Yeah. You know, this is a guy that made the sacrifices, like right. you just said, it's a, put he, the work in, and he's, it's paying off. You can't help but to root for a guy like that. You know, it didn't, it's not, it didn't come easy for him. You know, he's definitely – it's probably been a lot of days, a lot of tough days for him during his training process. Yeah. But those is the days that make you the best. Right. Uh, Alave had seven for 120 and two touchdowns. Garrett Wilson had 11 catches for 111. A <laughs> uh, big jet sweep to get the party started. The first play of the first game. play of the game. Yeah, just <laughs> they, yeah, they came out. They must have heard the podcast. Cause I they said did. They, they, I be talking about how they start off slow at times. They definitely wanted to shut me up with that one. So, they, you know, I, I respect it. You know, I respect it. They were tuning in for sure. Uh, <laughs> first time in program history at Ohio State, what, 128 or nine years of football, 
Ohio State has had the same two wide receivers go off for 100 yards in back-to-back games. So, man, that's impressive. Yeah, you know, the way the way those two is going right now, they I really don't see them slowing down at any any rate of the game. Alave is just so smooth. I mean, he, man, <laughs> he's just a smooth criminal. And Wilson in that slot is just dangerous, man. So, they, they – Wilson they, looks like it. Wilson looks like an NFL wide receiver. Oh, yeah. But Alave. Alave does not. No, but he, 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 he talks about this. Done, though. I, you, you show up on the field and there's you know, a game or practice. You see a guy. You look at him. You're like, this guy's not going to be good. Yeah, now, could you see yourself seeing that, saying that about Alave? And say, not, this not now because he didn't put the East there. So you got to respect it now. <laughs> but if you didn't know anything. If I didn't know anything, yeah, like, for guy, sure. I, I got this. Yeah, for yeah, sure. The next thing you know, he's out there moonwalking it, on yeah, you. It's man, not right? like he come off like, you know, like he just like shifty or nothing like that. He don't look like, you know. He's not ripped. I mean, yeah, he's in like, good shape, but yeah. he's not like, you know, Megatron or nothing. Right. Like so, you know, he, listen, he can catch that ball. I tell you that. <laughs> One thing, that's all you need to do at receiver, actually, is kind of be a good catcher. He's the truth, man. <laughs> Fields in two games this season is 48 of 55. That's 87.3%. It feels like a video game number. 594 yards in those two games, six touchdowns. He almost has, he, he has one fewer touchdown than incompletions. It's not supposed to work like that. You know, but he's always been like that. He's he's consistent. He's extremely accurate. That's what I really like about him. I mean, he don't he don't really throw I think last year, all the way up until the last game, he only had one pick on the season. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's he makes the right decisions and he's definitely he's showing out this year, boy. <laughs> he's looking, he's making money. He's adding to that paycheck. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess there's a salary that check structure be, for rookies. His check gonna be long for but sure. But you know what he's playing for? He's playing for he's playing against Trevor Lawrence. For sure. He, that's his target. Absolutely. He wants to beat him head-to-head, wants yes. to go ahead of him in the draft. I mean, that would definitely help him out if, yeah. he, if they yeah. go head-to-head and he outshines them. I think that would definitely turn a lot of heads. Yeah, Master Teague uh, had a you know, so-so start against Nebraska, 55 yards rushing. Yeah, everybody in the criticized him. It was yeah. great to see that he came back and gave us 100 yards. Yeah, 23 for 110, 4.8 a carry against Penn State. That's, that, that's good. That's pretty good. That's you know? good. You know, you want to see five, six, whatever a carry, but Penn State Penn always. State. Penn State usually have good linebackers and good linemen. Yes. So to be able to pull that, that's that's impressive. Yeah, good to see him return. He had a uh, return to form, I should say. Long of 31 in the game looked really, really good. Yes, I've seen that. But I did see that thing, the – well, y'all be like, he ain't got no wiggle to him. Is there any? No, it, not me. I'm just, I'm the, that, I'm well, the messenger. Well, not you, but that's the what they say. <laughs> Some of our guys it, think that, that, yeah. On that long run, I, I see that it was, he should have. A little bit. He, a little, you know, he could have, well, yeah. you know, he, he a little shake in there. But like I said, he is a downhill runner, though. So. The problem is you got Zeke and J.K., like two, we've been, we've been two spoiled. of the guys with the great we, jump steps. We've been spoiled yeah. in our, with our running backs. and they're, yeah. not, they're not all cut like those two. No, you know, but you know, like I said, he gets the job done. How about the front four, man? Uh, five big sacks out of the defensive line. Yes. Held Penn State to 44 rushing yards at home. Yeah, I was, I was very impressed with them. They came with a lot of energy. And for some odd reason, the D-line always plays good against Penn State because, you know, Coach Johnson was yeah. from Penn State, and I think he probably gets a little extra yeah. harder on them in practice so they can do well in the games. And yeah. they definitely showed out for him that game. It's man. good to see because uh, he came here after getting passed over for that job. Yeah. Was, and he said, all right, cool, I'm going to go somewhere else. And we he, appreciate him. He wanted to be the head coach. We appreciate yeah. Tommy Togiaya. Tommy <laughs> Togiai, there we go. Uh, had a monster game, three sacks against Penn State, half sack off the Ohio State record for sacks by a defensive tackle in one game. Mm-hmm. Three's a big number. It is. Especially for a DT. That's what I'm you saying. He's, it's Aaron Donald S. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so that you hear about Aaron Donald. So, you know, he's on yeah, the right Chase, track. Chase Young gets three sacks. Like, oh, that's what Chase does. But, uh, DT guys get it? I mean, yeah, that, that's special. That, that definitely, because that flushes the pocket. And it's hard to avoid uh, the, the defender coming straight in your face like that. You know, you ain't got nowhere to really run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's right up the middle. Right. <laughs> Hello. Uh, he was named Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week. This As week. he should. As he should. Jonathan Cooper yeah, all he, over the field, yeah, he too. Had a, he had a play where he pushed the dude back it was it was he grown man dude. yeah yeah oh he did. man he did i hope that man ain't got no kids or nothing <laughs> you can't you, you can't show your kids you get beat like that you can't do people like that you gotta retire <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be like coach I'm, my career's over yeah, I'm yeah you can't do you gotta you gotta talk to him after the game hey bro i got kids you can't do me like that 
Five tackles, half sack for Cooper, but it felt like he was everywhere all night. Yeah, he had a good. It's good. That's good for him too because you know he went he red shirted last year. Yeah, he's a he's an old old dude. He's been there. Yeah. He was there when I was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think he, I think he, he played was for there Tra- when I was there. I think he played for Tress. <laughs> he started. But that's good. You know, he's getting his shine on. You know what I'm saying? Hey, well, by all means, if it take that long, you know, some people late develop, but it's working out for him. You know, hopefully one day he gets his name called in the draft and it'll yeah. all be worth it. Uh, Zach Harrison got loose, had a, had a pretty nice game. Seemed like he was causing all sorts of trouble for that Penn State offensive line. Here's a fun stat. Uh, the defensive line in the first half of the game Saturday had 51% of the tackles. And when your DL's getting after it like that, when it's, you don't want to, you don't, no offense, my man, but you don't, you don't want to have safeties getting 20 tackles a game. You're right. Because no, something, something's right. broken if your safeties are cleaning up. You're right. As a, sitting back in the secondary with them type of stats. Yeah. Huh. He, that's, that's every uh, secondary play, uh, player's dream right there. Is hey, having the front up. Yeah, clean all up. I got to do is worry about covering my guy. Yeah. I ain't even got to worry about the tackle. They ain't even going to make it past the D-line. You're not as sore the next day. Yeah, you know, shoulders feel good, you know. Yeah. It, it make you get eager to come up and tackle. Yeah. yeah like, I hit, I, let me get some action. Well, I, mean, I haven't hit anybody. Let yeah, me, let me my drop My jersey some. all clean. Let me go ahead and lay somebody out. And you mentioned it, man. They, these guys, what they do for Larry Johnson, particularly when they play Penn State. I don't know if he says something to him. Hey, hey guys, I'd imagine he does. <laughs> I hate these guys. Or if they just know. But whatever it is, man, Ohio State's defensive line through the years have just balled out against Penn State. Yeah. And it's been fun to watch. Uh, how about that tight end, uh, Pat Fryermuth, the All-American candidate? 6'6", 258. <laughs> the way he was gassing up last week. He looked – I mean, he should be good. But Ohio State locked him down, man. Held him to what? <laughs> three catches for 46 yards on the night. He had one catch for for nine yards in the first half. They shut him down. Yeah, you know that that probably put a lot of uh, that put a damper on their plan. You know, they probably was trying to feature him a lot. Can you imagine? Like you get in the middle of the game, like, oh man, our, our best weapon's not good. <laughs> yeah, we can't even go to him. We got to find somebody else. But like I say, man, like I just I've never really heard of a tight end and. Versus Ohio State, that's really like the problem. Like, no. nobody really goes crazy. And like yeah. I said, if it was a if it was a Tyvus Powell out there on defense, we wouldn't even wouldn't even conversation. We, yeah, no, he no. he would have had none. Yeah, no no catches. We'd be calling him Pat Zero Moose, man. Like he would have nothing. <laughs> I'd have wore number zero that game. Yeah, told you him, this, this, this represents you tonight. But yeah, hats <laughs> off, Pete Warner, uh, Baron Browning, Josh Proctor. It's a, uh, all these guys played him well. There was one play where Baron Browning. Look like Richard Sherman, man. Like Champ Bailey just went up and locked this dude down. Yeah. Like he was playing DB, and, and Browning's all, a big dude, you but know? That's the thing. Our linebackers is, is athletic, yes. though. Like, so, I mean, it's not really shocking. And, you know, he probably was the best size-wise. He probably was the best matchup for him. Yeah, so. you got to match that right. height and weight, right? Yeah, so, you know, that this is it's to be expected. You know what? Just keep it up. Keep it up. Anytime we go against a tight end, just put Barron on him. He'll, he'll get it done. He looked great. I mean, like, there was <laughs> one play in the end zone where he, he he skied, man. I'm like, is this a cornerback or a linebacker? It looks so good. Uh, how about number 23, man? What'd you see from him? Doing good. Does he make you proud? Yeah, he do, man. Yeah, yeah. Just, every time I see I just start grinning, man. Yeah. Big game. Marcus Hooker. Love seeing number 23 just fly around making plays. Yeah, he's uh, he got the pick to seal the deal at the end. I'm like, boy, he tapping into his inner Tyvus, man. He almost housed that pick. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he, got, he did. He got a little closer in the end zone than you did. But yeah, you know. he did that. I wish he would have got <laughs> in. He, should, he needed to tap into his brother on that one yeah. to get the end zone. Yeah, Malik would Malik had like a, 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 a he was those, like, you know those pointer dogs that he, like point at like, like uh, birds. Malik, Malik would, would do that to the end zone. Malik was kind of like a, a Deion Sanders when he got the pick, you just knew he was going to score. Crazy. And and that's something you're going to have your whole life. You'll be an 80, 85 year old man <laughs> looking to see how twenty three is doing. You out do there. though, you know. Yeah. You, you got to make sure the jersey, you know, yeah. they can't just give it to anybody, no, man. No, you got to make sure it's a ball. Man, don't dishonor me. <laughs> Keep it in the secondary too. Shoot, safeties. Yeah, and that's a number that's going to get picked a lot. I mean, just you know, it's, it's, MJ, you know LeBron, what? Yeah, you, yeah, all the th- three greats basically. 20, Michael 23 Jordan. Twenty-three is one of those numbers that's you know, don't matter what sport you in, it just look good. It does. Baseball, basketball, football. It does. What about concern, man? How are you with the secondary? Because you know they they, they shut Penn State corner quarterback Sean Clifford down in the first half pretty well. 
But, man, the second-half guy was 16 of 23 for 252 and three touchdowns. Yeah, I would have – like I said, the first half was good. I would have liked them to, to finish better. Um, seven got picked on a little bit uh, in one drive. And when that – see, as a DB, when that happens – you got to dead it right there. Like, if somebody catches a ball on you and they see you, an uh, offensive coordinator, see that, they, in their mind, they're like, oh, we got us one. Let's go. Let's mm -hmm. keep going. So you got to hurry up and dead it right there. Like, the Forget very it. next time they come back, you got you to gotta get the ball, like, deflected, get a pick, something. Stop the momentum. To let him know, like, you, this ain't, this yeah. ain't what that, this yeah. ain't that. You yeah, ain't yeah. coming over here. This is not what you and, think it is. And, unfortunately, that, that one drive, like, that's, he found him, and he just kept going at him, kept going at him. And the only way you can get it off is if you make a play. I think you're talking about uh, Jahan Dotson, the junior wide yeah. receiver at Penn yeah. State. And then monster night for that young man. Yeah. Good, good for him. I mean, make some money. He, because he, he, definitely got, he definitely getting paid off of that game for sure. That, that catch that he made on Sean oh, was – Oh, man. I mean, I – the only thing I can tell you, Sean, is just finish better. Like he said, <laughs> well, yeah, what the do man you say? On, the man on scholarship, too. Like, he's good, too. But if he catches the ball, the, the, you got to keep him out the end zone at least. That's the only thing I could really t teach you on that one. Yeah, he, Dotson was 8 for 144 in all three of those touchdowns. He kind of victimized Wade on back-to-back -back, uh, yeah. incredible plays. It was. I mean, they weren't normal catches. Yeah, let's, let's be fair. Like <laughs> Wade's taking some abuse, but those are monster catches. Yeah, he – like I said, he, he, he definitely going to show that tape for the, for the rest of it. Even if the NFL don't even work out for him, he going he gonna to tell his kids when yeah. 20 – come here, come, come here, sit, come sit down. Sit down. Let me show you what I do. Look, your dad has the VCR. <laughs> look, I could – look, I could have been that thing. Now, let me show you. Look, one-hand catches. Man, what a night for that young man. Uh, did Wade cost himself some money by coming back? Are we there yet or is that some – No, we is ain't. That, is, that, is that overreacting? Wade, yeah, that's an overreaction right now. Okay. He, the season, he still got, what, four – how many games left in the season? Uh, six. He got six games. six left. Six games. Season, maybe just, two more. Maybe eight games. Get left. his hands on a couple. You know, shut down some number one receivers. He'll be still getting his suit ready for the first round. Uh, are you good? Are you? Okay, so we had Cam Brown uh, go down towards Achilles. Yes. In the fourth quarter, that's a long injury. He's out for the year. Yeah, that's three hundred sixty-five days. Yep. And this is a secondary that's you know young. And all of a sudden, kind of short on bodies because you got to remember in the offseason, they were the uh, two cornerbacks that had to get removed from the team yes. for the sexual yes. accusations, right? Yes. So this is a secondary that's really light right now. Yeah. And, and if you're Ohio State and you're thinking about the team you've got to beat, and what do they do and who, who's their best player? Are you, are you good? Are you, I mean, because this is a secondary that's going to be good enough for Big Ten. But yeah. when you get to that next level and you're playing Clemson, are you comfortable? Are you nervous? Uh, it just depends on how developed seven is at the time. Um, Sean, I think Sean's going to bounce back for sure. Like, this game probably was a wake-up call for him to let him know, like, yeah. you know, people still coming at you. You, you have know? off nights. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, just because you was projected to go first round or whatever the case may be, you might be seen as the top dog. People are not scared of nope. you. You know, nope. we're, we're trying to get paid, too. We lift weights. So, yeah, so I think that was a wake-up call. So I think Sean's reaction to the game will be, all right, I got to be on top of everything. Yeah. From here on out, nobody gets anything type yeah. thing. And yeah, that's, that's the best. Point. That's the best way to respond. Just a wake-up call for him. Get it out of the way. Seven, on the other hand, he's he's the guy. Like, you can't you can't rotate the other corner in now. Like, we have we got to go with you now. So you got to – if somebody comes starts picking on you, now it's time to hit, be, hit your chest and let them know, like, you're here to play. Yeah. You know, you got to make that play. Is it kind of a blessing in disguise? It is. That it happens now because Seven's going to get a lot of balls right. thrown his way. Yeah, it's, it's definitely – you'd rather get, have it get now. Get your on-the-job training yeah, out of the way, you, right? <laughs> Listen, it's better that it happened early in the season so now you're aware of what potentially is going to come. Even though I've been telling – I've been saying it since – we first started the podcast, and he was the guy that I was interested to watch the most because he's playing opposite of Sean. He's got a cool name. Seven. Let's be real. That's, that's, a, cool, that's a cool ass name. Uh, yeah, so it's just all about how he responds. I think they're going to coach him up well. I think Rutgers is probably watching the tape, and they're going to be like, we're going to find out early yeah. to see what, what 
as he corrected his mistakes. Yeah. And like I say, all of his stuff, it's, it's, not, it's not like he's just out of position or anything like that. He's there to make the play. He just has to make the play. Yeah. Same with Sean. Sean was in good position, but he, that guy just made some spectacular catches. Just like, got to tip your hat. Yeah, you know that's, that's all that is. Yeah, you wouldn't got it. Yeah, so they, I don't think it's not a – I'm not in a panic mode for the secondary or anything like that. And um, if they do start, like if it starts getting bad, there's other coverages you can call and other schemes you can do to yeah. weather the storm, I should yeah, say. Get them some help. Yeah, but confidence is like the number one – it's probably like the number one thing you need as a, as a secondary player. They always say, like, have a short memory. Absolutely. You get burned, okay, happen, I'm done. You ain't going to do yeah. it again. Yeah, let's go. You got lucky. Yeah, that happens. You're, yeah. You know, every, every garbage can get a bologna sandwich every nine, <laughs> yeah, but you ain't going to do it again. Is that a Bet real thing that. that people say? Yeah. I've never heard that. I'm going to start using yeah, every garbage can. Every get a garbage can. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm working that into my routine, man. That's really good. Uh, speaking of backups, man, uh, kicking problems. Yeah. Blake. Yeah, but you, hold on. For, now. Now, kicking problems ahead, is, a, is a, it's a world, a league-wide thing, you know, in all sports, at all uh, pro, college, and high school. You think the quality of kicking is trending down? It, for some odd reason, something's going on. I don't know how many people, these kickers be. It's not guaranteed like it used to be. Before I get into it, how weird were the kickers? Did you interface with them much in practice? Were they just, they keep themselves? They, like, they, the, rest, the rest of the team I, were like, they, oh, what's wrong with these they guys? They are very uh, interesting individuals. Yeah. The specialists. Yeah. They're the coolest people on the team, but they do some some weird stuff. It is it's funny though, but it'd be funny to watch. Like like for example, we did a night of the races on Thursdays where the kickoff team would do a sprint, and you know Coach Meyer would be like, whoever gets to the far, I think it was the far forty first wins the race. So we'd be all amped up, <laughs> and the specialists would be on the side, so they would they would know like where the cameras facing. And they would be doing some weird stuff on the sideline. Just getting captured? Yeah, just yeah. so you could see it. So yeah. we watched the races. We were like, what are they doing over there? So yeah. it was just to get people to attention. It was some silly stuff that they used to do. Uh, yeah, they, they <laughs> definitely all seem to have pretty outsized personalities on social media. Uh, but Blake Hobbio, senior kicker, he left the game with a groin injury after missing a 20-yarder in the second quarter. I'll tell you what, ain't nobody running his kicks back. Yeah, he should, he, should he, gonna blast <laughs> he should definitely make the uh, tackle. So he missed a 20-yarder in the second quarter and, and then left the game. Ryan Day said it was a groin injury. Could mean a lot of things. Yeah. Could mean a week, could mean three weeks, five weeks. The you know? groin was kind of tricky. As a kicker especially. Like you're, yeah, you definitely got to count on that. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> so you got backup uh, Dominic DiMaggio Jr., my dude's 5'8", 192. Definitely opposite I think they, of the... <laughs> they found him at Arpac, man. They got this guy. They, got, they found him at Buckeye Donuts one day. They're, they're def, like, we need an extra kicker. He's definitely not as big as the other one, I tell you that. He's a walk-on, so he comes in and hits from 22 in the third quarter, but later on missed from 23. Uh, again, maybe fine during the Big Ten when you're going to be <laughs> double-digit favorites over all these teams, but you're going to want to have a kicker figured out before Clemson. Well, hopefully the, the growing is... Yeah. Good, and he the other one comes back. But you know, maybe it, it, it was probably his first action. You know, he got the jitters. Yeah, the jitters. I Night game, that. Penn yeah. State. Yeah. Uh, Justin Hilliard is news there too. He's was out of the Penn State game because he tested positive for COVID with an antibody test, and then they give you guys they give him a PCR uh, test to kind of confirm it, and he tested negative. And but the Big Ten had you know something in place where he could not play. The Big Ten has changed the league rules this week. If you test positive with an antibody test, if you test negative for a PCR confirmation, you're still allowed to play. Uh, he's expected to make his season debut. Season debut Saturday night against uh, Rutgers. Rutgers. And he, speaking of guys that were old dudes, is he, was he a freshman? He, he was. was. I was going to say, because I know he's old, too. Yeah, I know he's old, too. He'd be like this. But he was hurt ago. He got yeah, hurt. He's had, a, that. He's had some, yeah, some, his, some bad injury luck. His road has uh, been rough. <laughs> Season debut for him. Uh, Jason Priestess, Tyvis Powell, the legendary Tyvis Powell, here live at Buffalo Wild Wings, Lancaster. Uh, it's so good to be here. It is. It is. I haven't the, been The energy a was good. We had, a, we had a Gator fan yeah. over there. Giving, us the, giving us the chops. We got Martin over here in the hoodie. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Um, Buckeyes got a, another commitment this week. Did we? Class of 2022 tight end Benji Gosnell. 
Uh, First of all, Benji is an amazing name. You don't hear anymore. <laughs> like, how many Benjis do you know? Like, none, none. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like he was popular in the 70s and then disappeared. Now, like, this is the only Benji it's I know. It's coming back. A, a little bit. That's how the world usually wor- uh, works. It does. It does. It goes away for a little while, then it comes back. You see it with clothing fashion, too. But that and hairstyle. Yes. I, mean, I don't think people really bring a jerry curls back. You should be the first. Never. Yeah. Get, I, I don't want, activator? I ain't, I'm not about to keep spraying my hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Costnell's a four-star tight end, nation's number 11 tight end, 6'4", 226, good size. Mick will That's turn him into something better. Yeah, he will be. Because 6'4", he's going to add about 25 pounds then, isn't he? He'd, he'd be about two, he'd probably walk out of there 240, 245, solid muscle. Mick going to have fun with him for sure. I need a Mick in my life. Go to him. You think he's he got might, time for he, me? He might charge you. Yeah, yeah. Did you... They take the photos of Ohio State. I know. Oh, oh, I cap mine. <laughs> was it night and day? A lot, <laughs> what? Of, a lot of them are crazy. Was, oh it, was yours crazy? Gosh. Yeah, it was. I was a, I was a stick coming in. Cause there. they take the picture of freshman. You walk yeah, in. Yeah, I was a stick coming in there. Yeah. yeah, I looked at that last one. I said, Yeah, he did his thing. Yeah. Boy. But I put on like that fifteen pounds so fast. I was like, I think coming out of high school, I was like one eighty maybe. That's too late. What are you six two? Yeah. Yeah, 180 is really late. Yeah, That's some Sean Bradley stuff right there, man. You got to be careful. <laughs> People thought I was playing basketball. I know. <laughs> so here's the thing that kills me about this tight end committed. Uh, 11 Warriors, Zach Carpenter, our recruiting writer, caught up with him a couple weeks ago. was like, hey, how's it going? Where are you doing with Ohio State? And he told Zach, I want to see what Ohio State does with their tight ends. I want to see how they use their tight ends. <laughs> so against Penn State, That's there was fair. seven targets, six catches. Ruckert has two touchdowns. Two days later, this guy's like, oh, man. <laughs> did Ryan Day, like, call up, did he dial up two tight end passes because he knew he wanted to He's get this guy He's thinking ahead, man. Did you, you think gotta, they you do that? got a plan for the future. Why would you not, right? He probably knew about this. He, you know, he's like, the guy probably was like, do you do you feature your tight ends yeah. a lot? Uh, of course, yeah. I'm going to show you. Tune oh, in. Let me Saturday show you something. Yeah. <laughs> ABC, uh, check, check your TV. What better way to prove to you to a kid that you're going to use them by yeah. showing your tight ends some love? Tomorrow <laughs> night at the shoe. Uh, 7.30 p.m., Big Ten Network. Shiano going to do it. Rutgers at Ohio State. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I don't think so. Uh, Ohio State leads the series 6 to nothing all time. They've won every game since Rutgers joined the Big Ten. That's where all six of those come from. Yeah. Outscoring them 327 to 48. That's like an average of 54.5 to 8 per game. Yeah. Uh, Buckeyes have scored 50 points in every game but one. <laughs> They scored just 49 in 2015. How's that feel? You're part was, of the only. I was about to say. You're part of the only team to never to not score 50 on Rutgers. <laughs> That's your legacy, man. What are you, Why you know, did we not score 50? I don't know. Maybe Herbs felt bad for him. Obviously, he did. That was a weird year. You, know, Ur- you, you know guys should have been Hawaii you know, worse. You did too. You know what it is? Urban Urban got up in the age and he started feeling sorry for soft? people, man. Yeah, yeah man. Did. That age be making people get a little softer. You know what I mean? He should have ran it up. This was this was the young Urban. He probably would have tried to go for 100. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> so you, yeah, for, forever let it be known, Tyvis was part of the only Ohio oh State team God. not to score 50 <laughs> against Rutgers. Uh, here's a good stat, too. Last two trips, again, the game is in Ohio State tomorrow. Last two trips to Columbus for Rutgers, they have a combined three points. They got shut out one year and got three the next year. Wow. Yeah, that's you know, bad. the thing about Rutgers, now that we're talking about it. <laughs> I got your record there, too. You're 2 You're good. I wasn't worried about that. No. <laughs> I, I, I broke my wrist for the second time against you. Rutgers? Second. I broke, so I initially broke it my red. Whatever year I started playing nickel, I broke it like in Red shirt soft. Yeah. No. No, yes. red shirt. Whatever, whatever they want to call it. My second year at Ohio yeah, State when I actually freshman. played. Yeah. So... That year, I we played Cal. Yes. And they had because that was in Cal. Yeah. Guess what? I was, was it at home or Cal? It was in Cal. Yeah. Remember how many Buckeye fans were in the stands? It, we flip. We well, uh, nuts. it was a home game. It well, was that unbelievable. Nuts. I didn't even know that uh, yeah. that many Ohio State yeah. fans was in California. That yeah. tripped me out. It was a red stadium. I was yeah, like, it was. What's this? <laughs> but anyway, this side note: I broke my wrist that game because a tight end was coming to block, and I boom. You know, you got yeah. to get him off me, right? And I broke it. Left, right, right wrist. Hurt. Right, right. Hurt. What? I've never broken Dude, a bone. It hurt. I'm sorry, I've never broken a bone. I'm perfect. Look, this the thing. It hurt, but I didn't know that it was broke. I thought it was like, you know, I jammed it, strained it type yeah. thing. Right? So I played the whole season. 
we went until we got to Indiana where they was like, yeah, you broke it type thing. They looked at it again like, yeah, you broke it. What do you get, like one x-ray a year? They, they skip it. No, they say, they say when you, they say to their, so to their credit, they say when you break your skate fluid, like if you, if you scan it right away, like it don't come up on the x-ray right away. Gotcha. You got to wait like a week or a couple of days. Okay. And then you can see that it's broke. So they obviously did it right after the game, and it was like, it looks fine. Yeah. Then we was doing some other drills and practicing, and I hit it again. I was like, yeah, this Ooh. ain't right. And was like, yeah, you broke it. <laughs> but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So I get it fixed. And they said, Tyvis, you got a screw in there. You can't break it again. They told you that? Can't break it no that more. That sounds a little too confident to me. So you know me. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I got a screw in there. I'm you thought you had a new I'm body. I'm to throw it around. You want to throw this hand around. Went out there, made a tackle. The dude, one of the dudes broke a long run. And I, like, cut him at the end. At the, right before he went in the end zone, I landed on it, broke it again. Ooh. So let me tell you. So this time, when I did it, I said, I broke my wrist. 100%. Right away. 100%. Yeah. I yeah. knew it. I was like, this wrist is broke. But I, I wasn't coming out the game. No. So we You knew up. your wrist was broken. 100%. And you wouldn't get to the side. 100%. No. Why? What's going through your head? Next play, we got to stop. We got. They can't get in the end zone. And who is this again? Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah, I know. That's the one game you can come out of, though. No. It is. See, I mean, that's the thing. Let's, let's I, I if I can play. Michigan, stay listen, in the game. Listen Rutgers, to me. Rutgers listen, go, listen, go get some medical listen, attention. Listen to me. If, as long as both legs work, you can play. Man, I hero. I don't care what nobody say. Hero. As <laughs> long as both legs work, you can play. So, anyway, they ended up scoring on the, play, on the next couple of plays. I think we stopped them on one play, then they scored the next. So I go jog to the sideline. I go right up to the trainer. I say, I broke my wrist. I said, how you know? I said, trust me, I broke the wrist. He's like, all right, we're going to tape it up, and we'll get it. We'll scan it at halftime. Halftime showed up. They looked at it and said, yeah, you, you definitely broke it this time. And this was 15? Or no, this was 13. No. 13. No, this was this had to be 14. It, it, was our, it was our breast cancer game. I know that for a fact. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've never broken a bone, man. I'm perfect. Broke my wrist. Yeah, I'm too, I'm too strong to break anything. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a good – It's the road of recovery of a, when you break something is not fun. I also have, like, a lot fewer collisions in life than you've had. Yeah. You yeah. know. Comes with it. You yeah. Know. My couch I, just, I lost all flexibility in my right have hand. Have you? You see it, don't you? This is, I mean, that's not too look, bad a range look, of motion. You see that? You see how that wrist goes? Right, uh, no, if you're listening uh, to the pod, Josh – or, uh, sorry, Tyvis is moving his <laughs> wrist right now to show me his range oh, of motion. Oh, yeah, I apologize for the people that can't see. My, I put it to you this way. That's as far as you can go. Yeah. From breaking it. Yes. And that's the rest of life. Forever. They wow. said that I would never be able to do a push-up in the push-up position. Any regrets there? No, I gave my wrist to this university. They owe me. They do. They owe me. Hey, hey I'm going to – we're going to get that statue. It's going to be wrist. Woody, and it's going to be Tyvis that, right outside why, the WAC. That's right? why when I keep telling you my hand is in the picture, that's why it's important to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I understand now, but it's a lot more important. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. There's a big difference between your house beer and the new house beer at B-Dubs. Yours comes in cans and bottles. Ours comes cold on draft at the sports bar. And it's called Wild Herd Kolsch by Goose Island. And in $3 talls, it's a bright, crisp, and easy drinking excuse to trade your couch for Buffalo Wild Wings. So get here and make your next beer a $3 tall Wild Herd Kolsch. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! At participating locations for a limited time, dining only, please drink responsibly. You gave it all to the university, man. The more I learn about you, about you, the more I admire what you get. Like, you're more Ohio State than yeah, you any know, fan will ever be. Yeah, I, I broke, I've played with, with a broken wrist for two straight seasons. The year we won the Natty, my wrist was broke. The whole year. <laughs> so, hey, this is a Rutgers team. Uh, Greg Shiano's back in town. Spent 2016, 17, 18 as Ohio State's defensive coordinator. First time back at the shoe tip for him since mm. 18, and they were bad defensively in 18. Ryan Day got the new job and kind of was like, okay, Greg, you got to go. Uh, but there's no fans, so he's not going to get booed. And he and Ryan. <laughs> you he, think he, they would boo? I don't know what it would be like, man, because like, there's a lot of Buckeye fans who are salty about how bad those defenses were. So, But Ryan Day has said nothing but good things. It seems like he and Day have a really good relationship. But he, uh, he left Ohio State after that disaster of a 2018 season. Chiano was in line to get the ten job at Tennessee. 
I see. I remember, remember that. that. And then like the fans didn't want him there because they're like the Sandusky thing. It yeah, was like, it almost seemed made up. It was very weird. Yeah, like Chiano had nothing. You know, I'm not gonna say nothing. I wasn't. Yeah, there. Don't, I don't, yeah, know. don't don't say that. Yeah. But I, I, he wasn't the guy doing the bad stuff, right? Per se, at least yeah, to my they, knowledge. Yeah, they did not want him because he had like accepted the job. Yeah, he was close. Yeah, yeah. It was. and so they got Jeremy Pruitt. The guy's 15 and 15. He's not good. At, he's not doing well. Huh. Uh, and, and and you know, I think we're both on the same page that. Uh, Shiano, who's one of Urban Meyer's best friends. Was he? Yeah, you know that? Heck no. That's, wow, met, that's they, breaking news their, right there. Their families met at, uh, the, at the end of the year, like in February sometimes, they have these Nike junkets. So if you're in a Nike school, Nike's like, all right, all of our coaches are going to go to Cancun or somewhere nice. And, and so Urban and Shelly... Got to know Greg and his wife really well at those when he was at Rutgers and Urban was at Florida. Huh. Yeah, and and they've always been they've been good friends since. You learn something new. Isn't that nuts? I did not know that. Yeah, really, really tight families like Shelly. They, they they love each other and they've been good friends since then and they've got to know each other on those junkets. But no you know, kidding. I think we're on the same page. Like he's going to make Rutgers better for sure. Probably not this year. They've already won enough. They've already won what? One and one. Yeah. That's- Pretty well. Here's the thing. That's who did they? Who did, the first game they beat Michigan State, right? Thirty-eight twenty-seven. That's a, at Michigan State. That's so a, that means Rutgers is better than Michigan. We'll get to that later, but they're better than Michigan in my mind. I mean, I, everybody is. My personal opinion, but you know, yeah. when, so, I'm not the one that makes those predictions. So, so they beat Michigan State in East Lansing in Week One. Then that's we, a solid win. And it they is. Lost, they <laughs> lost to Indiana last week, and, and that's not a bad loss. No, because Indiana's number 13 <laughs> in Indiana, right? Like the real deal. Uh, their opening win over Michigan State was their first Big Ten in more than two seasons. Yes. This, ever since they came to the Big Ten, it's been pretty brutal for them. They have not uh, lived up to what we thought that they would be. They just got to the Big Ten and just pretty much take it on the chin every week. Well, look at last year. They lost every Big Ten game by 21 or more points. Yes. Like, not even close with, like, Maryland or, or Northwestern. Wait a minute. Was Coach Ash the coach? He, he was. Sheesh. It was last year. Well. I know he's your dude, but, man, he had a <laughs> rough yeah. year, brother. He had a rough year. He, had a, he did have a rough couple of years, man. So, yes. man, and they're, they're better. And, and Why? Because they won a game? Yes, that, that's enough. <laughs> and and Chiano's a good coach. Oh, he is. He's going to get him turned around. He is. He uh, was, they were, they not were on top when, when he was there to begin with. Yes, absolutely. that's how he made his career, man, right. making Rutgers a power program. Ray Rice was a Heisman candidate. They were like 11-1 one year. He had the McCourty twins, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, so Rutgers played Indiana. Do you see that lateral at the uh, near the end of the game? I did. Fourth and thirty-two. They should have gave it to him just for that. Uh, how can you not? They should have just gave. It to I mean, you guys, your referee, you're like, all right, I you did see a fourth. Yeah, back. Like, you got to uh, just give it to him after that effort right there. That's amazing. Quarterback Noah Vertle threw a ten-yard pass, and you had nine freaking laterals, and they scored on it. They're like, up. Oh, one of them was forwards. They took it off the board, but it was, a, you know, probably the most fun play we saw last weekend. Um, and this is a team coming in, you know, allowing 79.5 rushing yards a game. That's good. You know, you know it, that, that's, that right there is the number one thing as a defense you can't allow. You have to be able to stop the run. Because, if you, like I said, if you don't stop the run, it opens up everything else. So they got the right idea. At so least. far, so good. Uh, got some players over there, too. Safety Brennan White. Remember yeah. this guy? I liked him. I really did. Buck, Buckeye Legacy, his dad, of course, played for Ohio State. Yep. He transferred out after 2000, I guess, 19, uh, when they changed the defense. He started, I think, the last five games of 2018. Yeah, he was a good player. Yeah, but so far this year, great season, man. Yeah, he, I uh, watched, uh, he got like a two-game highlight tape. Yeah, isn't it nice? It was pretty good. Yeah, he's having a good year. Yeah, I'm happy to good. see that, man, because he's a local kid. He could, I, I feel like he, he definitely could play on Sundays for sure. Uh, but, yeah, Brendan Whiteman had a pick, interception in the opener against Michigan State. Last week against Indiana, had 12 tackles, which sounds amazing. But, that again, that's, that's... do you want your safety getting 12 tackles? No, <laughs> not at all. Something's not working up front, right? You know he's coming down. Yeah, he is. Uh, linebacker, Ola Kunle Fatukasi. I think I got pretty That's, close to that. That sounds pretty good to Senior, me. Senior, 6'1", 234. He was a Bedneric Award National 
Defensive Player of the Week. Mm. Last week had 10 tackles, two fumble recoveries, and a forced fumble. And I guess week one against Michigan State. So that was National Player of the Week for that defensively. And then last week he had 14 tackles against Indiana, including two and a half TFLs. He's a good player. Legit. He's a good player. I love to play behind a linebacker like that. Yeah, uh, wide receiver Bo Melton, also another guy to keep, uh, keep an eye on. Uh, Highest-rated prospect on their roster who's not a transfer. So he's the highest-rated like guy they've recruited, I <laughs> Got guess. Got you. Eight catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns this year. So keep an eye on him. But Oh, he should be a good uh, thing for seven to shine then. Yeah, are you good with it being a night game? No. No? No. No? Why? It's Rutgers. It is Rutgers. I agree. It should, not be a, should never Rutgers, be a night game. Yeah, y'all know what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say. I'm, I'm with you. It should never be a night game. Yeah. This is Here's the problem, though. 3.30 right? at the latest. But you know what they're running into? They got four home games. This is the second. After this, they got Indiana and Michigan. Michigan's going to be noon. They're not so, moving that tonight. So Indiana could have been at night. Maybe we'll get two out of four. Well, Because, I mean, that's all you can do. Indiana's the only other alternative. I mean, yeah, Shiano, good. You never played for the guy. He was gone by the time you he, – yeah, you were gone by the time he got there. Yeah. But, you know, good dude, good defensive coach. Doesn't have the dudes yet. Probably will never have the dudes to beat Ohio State. I mean, he can make Rutgers better, but you're like to consistently beat Ohio I State. I think if he well, what he has to do first is uh, recruit the talent that's in Jersey. Jersey have a lot of great players. He just gotta make sure he sweeps that because a lot of players in Jersey. Yeah. I feel like Rutgers ain't the school. Like people in Jersey don't be like when they grow up. I want to go to Rutgers. That's Penn State for a lot of them. Right. Yeah. Like if you're an Ohio kid, like I gotta go to Ohio State. I think yeah. in Jersey, I don't think they'd be. No, like, you're right. I uh, want to go to Rutgers. You know who else has got a low key good recruiting state is Maryland. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know a lot of dudes <laughs> like Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Give one example. And uh, if you're Rutgers or Maryland, you got to shut your borders down and get your kids because if you don't, then Penn State, Ohio State, those teams are going to come snatch who they want. It's not going to be good for you. How, if you're Greg Schiano, let me put you in Greg's seat for a minute. Okay. How are you stopping Justin Fields and those receivers? <laughs> what, what are you doing? I mean, see the, the, the <laughs> are you lying to your kids like, hey, we got a good shot, I feel really good, or are you just like, hey, guys, do your best? This, like, this is what you tell them. You tell the corner – you want to go to the NFL, right? It's your chance to try. Go That's ahead. A good prove, way to frame it. Prove it. Prove that you deserve to be there. Yeah. This kid right here, he's for sure going to be a draft pick. He's for sure going to the NFL. That right there, if you can do well against him, you will be able to go to the That's NFL. That's a great way you to do it. You have great film to put out. You would, if you do well against Alave, you should root for him for the rest of the year. Yeah. You should root for him to go first round. Yeah. Blow up. So that, so then you can come back around and be like, "This is what I did to him yeah, right I here." Yeah. Shut him down. Yeah. So. I think that would be my motiva- motivating factor to them, to tell them. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, Wilson in the slot, that, that, mm. that's on your mm. nickel and, you mm. know, that, that. That's a problem. You, you got to, we're going to do a, a, a lot of film watching. We have to find the tendencies, we have to look at formations. You're watching understand. his legs, we got to, it's got to, it's got to be some tail in there that's going to tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. So you got to find it. It, it might take uh, an extreme amount of film watching to figure out what it is, but it's something on every play that's going to tell you or alert you what could pop, what potentially can come. Yeah, I like how you're framing it, man. You're watching a lot of film on yeah, the slide guy. This is how you, you got to think. This, that's tough. This is how, this is how Shiano, if, you, if I'm Shiano, this is how, you know. Yeah, but I'm, outside with the lave, that's a really, really good way to frame it. Oh, yeah. You have a big challenge. But if you rise to it, you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Look at it that way. And then, like you say, said, cheer them on the rest say of the year. Call, call your parents. Call your parents this weekend. Talk to them, you know. Make sure you let them motivate you because you could change all their lives. Ryan Day's 12-0 against the Big Ten. I have no doubt that he's going 13-0. So here's the thing. Spreads 38 points. Mm. Uh, the over-under is 64 and a half. Jeez. Uh, high, 11 Warriors sees it uh, 52-13 to 13 Buckeyes. <laughs> So not no 49, huh? I went big this week. I said 66 to 6. Oh, or no, 62 to 6. Still big. 56 to 10. All right. 56 to 10. Tyvis Powell's 56 to 10. <laughs> you heard the guy. Uh, it's not going to be close. I mean, we're both on the same oh, page. No, like, yeah, no, I didn't say that. We're not biting our nails in the yeah, fourth no, quarter. No, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, got a fun weekend of college football, man. Uh, your dude, Trevor Lawrence, is out <laughs> for another game. Citadel, call up. 
Clemson had their backup start. DJ. Um, yeah, I thought Ham. We, we had it last week. I thought Ham was going to do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got to finish in the end. Yeah, 34-28 comeback for Clemson. Uh, DJ Uagala Lele. I think I'm really close. Uh, <laughs> you been, you've been close all night. 6-4-250. He was 30 for 41 for 342 yards, two touchdowns passing, 30-yard touchdown run in his first start. They're going to Notre Dame. Clemson's a five-point favorite. That's a night game on NBC. I ah, hate both those teams. I don't know what I to do. do. I, I don't do. know what to do. But I still think Clemson's going to win because I'm just not. So it's not. I just not sold an order today. No. I don't know what it is. Because uh, they're paper tigers every year. They act I, tougher than yeah, they are. Yeah, I just. I, and I apologize to any Notre Dame fan. I don't. I hate but, you all. <laughs> are you a Notre Dame just, fan? It's just like, like they just not the old Notre Dame. No. Saying 1989. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and like they haven't really flashed anything to me to, to let me to make me believe that they're back to that. So when that happens, then I'll root for them. But until then, like I'm going with Clemson. I think, like, it, I think it might be a decent game. But you I like think, Clemson minus five? Yeah, I think they're gonna beat them. They, yeah, at Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah I'm probably with I, you. I, I got them by 14 at least. Here's the new thing, man. Guys opting out midseason. That's not a new thing. It's sad is what it is. Uh, Pittsburgh <laughs> safety, Paris Ford. This guy's good, man. He'll get drafted in the top two rounds. Uh, opted out of the remainder of Pittsburgh's season. I wonder why. Led the team in tackles and picks this year and last year as a safety. Uh, Pitt is three and four this year. I know they don't like me called Pitt anymore, but I'm going to do that because I don't like Pitt. So Pitt is Pitt. Uh, three and four this year. Opted out. He's like, you know what? My team's got three wins, four losses. I'm done. Why, why am I here? Why not save my body for the NFL? I mean, it's it, I understand that, but like, you think people look at it like like he quit on this team? Type no, thing? not not in 2020. Maybe next year they will. But I think with COVID, people are like, yeah, I get it. You know, like, <laughs> things are you got unwritten rules this year, man. You open up, do what you want. You 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 made a commitment. You, uh, you got you to stick to the commitment. I'm old school you like you. I appreciate you, what you're saying. You should have went ahead. And, if that was the case, you should have did it at the beginning. It's tough, man. It is. It's kind of like those, those guys that sit out the postseason. I, I, know, I know Bradley Roby set out the Orange Bowl when you were there. He was hurt. Uh, <laughs> he was, uh, was he? He was hurt. It wasn't Sammy Watkins hurt. Roby, you was hurt by. Uh, okay, Roby. I'm not. You, yeah, you, you messed Tyrus your, had your back. He, he messed I, I don't know you, He Brad. messed his knee up in the Big Ten Championship. He won 100%. Uh, Why would he go out there? Because Sammy Watkins. That's, he wasn't 100%. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't love these moves. I think fans are getting used to them, especially the postseason setups. Yeah, the postseasons for sure. Just like if your team's playing the the pulling weed eater bowl, you know why bother? The Motor City Bowl, who gives a shit, right? Like, why bother? <laughs> the Little Caesars Bowl, what you mean? It's hot and it's, fresh, right? I mean, you, you got to show up for that. But to quote Chris Rock, man, I, I don't love it, but you know, Chris Rock said it best. I understand. I wouldn't, you know. I mean, I understand. But that's I don't like love your, it. That's your last. Hoorah in college. What like, do you get, how much you get paid listen, per college game? Listen to me. What'd you get paid per college game? I, none. This I wish many, I, right? zero, I, I zero many, right? They about to start getting so paid. So why would you not want to preserve your body for the NFL? <laughs> Ain't they getting paid next year? It's coming. It's really close. And all is coming. Listen, my last college game against huh, none other than the Notre Fighting Dame. Irish. Yeah, the Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. You, know, you know, I had two picks. One got wiped away because Joey got out and targeted the Quote, unquote, target. Joey got tossed on the play. You had a pick? Yeah. Had two How picks. How can you forgive him? It's Joey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not mad I at him. I remember why. I, I would take my D in. But you guys were like one lost team that year. You were really good. Yeah, we lost to that. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It up. yeah. It's cold and rainy uh, and icy. Hope, I hope they still keep losing. Yeah. Good form. I get it, man. I, I, don't, I don't love guys opting out. It's your last game. I get like, it. I get it. It's your last chance to be with your team. What do they tell you to go to college for, right? To train for your professional career. Oh, my God. Like, look, look. If, Jason. I'm, if I'm an accountant, Jason. if I'm a chemist, you, it's, you you know, are, it's, like it's different. No, no, it's different. No. Listen. I, you're more of a fan than I am. I love listen, that. Actually, I'm, I'm no. going to lie. I love that about you. Listen, Jason. You have came with, You come to college. Yeah. I've been in college with these dudes for four years. Yeah. These is like my brothers. Like, we'd have been through the best of times and the worst of times. Yeah. This is the last time all of us is going to be on the field together. This is it. Yeah. 
You think I ain't about to play that game? Uh, you know what? I appreciate I'm it. I'm going out. We going crazy in and, that game. And listen, I'm a lot like you. I would behave the same way. I really would. All I'm saying is I understand it if guys don't do it. I get it. I don't love it, but I get it. I mean... You know, but I'm like you. I, I'm the same way. I'm there. I'm balling. I'm playing. I'm, yeah, I'm I, I like challenges. I like things in life. Like you should. This, and it's the best competition you gonna get too. Yeah, it's better than the Senior Bowl, right? Yeah, it is. Playing Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, coronavirus still lurking out there, man. 120,000 plus new cases yesterday on Thursday. So we got Purdue at Wisconsin canceled this weekend. That's two in a row for Wisconsin. I don't think they're going to win the Big Ten West with uh, two canceled games. Hard to do. They canceled theirs? Yeah, again. Wow. Pac-12 is back this weekend. They're starting up again. They're back. But Washington and Cal has been canceled, I should say. Uh, it's the opener for both teams. Cal, Cal player tested positive. Utah and Arizona has been canceled because Utah doesn't have enough dudes that are not COVID positive. What's the, t- what's the team that was playing like at 9 in the morning? Did I miss that? Was it recent? It was a, wasn't it a Pac-12 team that oh, they was going to Oh, USC. That was noon Eastern. Yeah, 9 a.m. They canceled? No, they're still there. Yes. But, so <laughs> Utah, Arizona canceled. Uh, Air Force and Army canceled. Uh, it's just. It? It's still they, there. Yeah, it's still it's, there, yeah, buddy. It's, it's still there. It's, we had a scary time with the COVID right now. It's, 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 we're breaking records every day of new cases. It's at all-time high. I really pray that we uh, people really start social distancing and go back to wearing the mask and washing their hands because it's a lot of people's people's jobs are kind of at stake, you know. Like a lot people, of them. a lot of people depend on. Here we got uh, this week. Let me run down this weekend's games. We'll get to who we're picking here. Number nine BYU, number twenty-one Boise State. Uh, BYU's favored by three and a half. That's a nine forty-five start uh, tonight. We're here recording Friday night, so it's uh, an hour or so away. Oh, I'll bet Yeah, tune in to that. Number 23, Michigan at number 13, Indiana, tomorrow on noon at Fox <laughs> FS1. Bad ball. Michigan is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. My God, that's tempting. Don't know why. Uh, Arizona State at USC. Uh, USC's a ten-and-a-half-point favorite. That's noon at Fox. That, that's a 9 a.m. West Coast <laughs> game. That's so dirty. That's so dirty. <laughs> I would be so pissed if I had to like wake up and like like you're going to USC. Oh, you, yeah, you're you, like I'm I'm been made it. No, no, come out for this 9 a.m. football game. You get it done, right? It's right in the first thing in your on your mind. You get it in there while you're fresh. I appreciate your mindset, buddy. <laughs> uh, West Virginia at number 22, Texas. Uh, noon ABC. Texas is favored by six and a half. No. <laughs> then I they gonna fit. They ain't going to lose another they game. They ain't out? They ain't going to lose another game. Herman's about to save his job. It's going to be the most amazing thing. Well, that's the thing about Tom is he plays really well against teams he should, but plays poorly against teams he shouldn't. So he's probably going to lose this one, so I'm getting that. We'll see. Only like, time will tell. He shows no, up against West the teams. West Virginia's 4-2. That that's a good record. Yeah, right. yeah, still, yeah okay. Uh, Nebraska, getting back to it. They get to play at Northwestern tomorrow. Northwestern's three-and-a-half-point favorites, undefeated. Northwestern Wildcats at they noon on a, Big Ten. Got a great defense. Uh, P fits, man. He, he's a linebacker at heart. Uh, number eight, Florida at number five, Georgia against. That's the uh, neutral site game in Jacksonville. Georgia's three and a half point favorites, three thirty on CBS. Uh, Houston, number six, Cincinnati. Uh, Fickle and UC are thirteen and a half point favorites, three thirty on ABC. Uh, Isn't not got Stanford at number twelve Oregon, Oregon's nine point favorites seven thirty ABC, and then the big one Clemson, number one Clemson number four Notre Dame Clemson's five point favorites seven thirty NBC. Uh, last week, Tyvis, you took Texas getting two and a half points. <laughs> you know I did. And you won outright. You, did, you didn't you even need I the did. points. You, you did. Yeah, did. you didn't need the points. So Tom Herman got a big win, forty one thirty four. I took Michigan State getting 24 and a half. Turns out I didn't need those points either. Uh, they beat Michigan 27-24. And then Johnny got back on the winning skid with a – Shout out, Johnny. Yeah, he took UC, man. He took UC getting six and a half points. Just say pick. We got to roll the dice. No, man. UC giving six and a half, and they, they beat Memphis 49-10. to 10, So covered easily there. Uh, on the season, Tyvis, you're four and one. I'm four and one. 
Johnny's two and three. Johnny, Johnny's good dude. <laughs> just not, not great at calling games. Love him, but, you know, who are you taking? I'm going with the, uh, you know what? This is a sign from God. Oh, man, you're bringing got, that into it, huh? We got a sign from God. When we first sat down, we were talking to the Florida Gator fan. Remember that guy? He was, yeah. yeah, he gave us the chomp. The yeah, chomp, chomp. chomp. All that, yeah, all that. Running into a Gator <laughs> fan in Lancaster, Ohio. Huh? So that's what, I'm, I'm going with the Gators. It's, it's got to be. It, it's fate. You like Florida. I like Florida. And you're getting three and a half points in Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, you know I was high on Florida earlier in the year, man. They look really good out of the gate. I got them actually. So I'm with you. I, I like that pick. The, I got them on the fourth seed going into the college. The CFP? Fourth seed. I like that tight end really well. I shouldn't do this. <laughs> Don't do it. I can't help myself. Don't do it. I can't help myself. I'm going to take Indiana getting three and a half against Michigan at home. I mean, every, I agree with you, but yeah. I mean, I get the most, best of both worlds. I get to cheer for my game and hope Michigan loses, right? Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Will I be? Will I be five for one and be leading this thing? So yeah, this is a tiebreaker city. You want to do some wax stories? I got one. It's time for wax stories. You know the rules. The legendary Tyvis Powell shares a hilarious or absurd story from his days as an Ohio State Buckeye. These are almost always anonymous for good reason. We're not trying to blow anyone up, right? It don't matter. It ain't gonna, what are they going to do to me? So this story involves academics at Ohio State. Ooh. Yeah. So, so well, let me give you a little background on Tyvis Powell. Tyvis Powell coming out of high school with a 3.1 student. I finished high school with a 3.1. Good for you. Ah, you know, that's pretty good. You yeah, know, yeah. Mom, mom's proud. Yeah, you put the work in. Yeah, yeah mom know. was proud. I feel like anything 3.0 is Yeah, it's great. Good. It's a good score. Okay, and I graduated Ohio State with a 2.98. Good for you. I, I wanted a 3.0, but, you know. In four years. Four years. Yes, 298. impressive. That's pretty standard. Let's be real. That's a good, that's good. But let me tell you why it wasn't a 3.0. Because I'm about to tell you what, what, where the problem occurred. Oh, no. So, as you know, coming in as a freshman at Ohio State, you, uh, you're not really used to balancing college work with college football, okay? So, you got, you got I'm taking business calculus during the season, which is not a great idea. It's not the smartest thing you should do, but it just happened to go that way. So... I'm taking business calculus, and I'm taking econ. Ooh. And That's two tough courses. They were. <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> they were tough. But I wanted to be an accountant coming in Ohio State. Dude, I just want fans to listen to this, especially Michigan fans who think our <laughs> athletes only take, like, oh, no, fake I, classes. No, no, I wanted, yeah. Those are legit. For Those sure. Are two very 100%. legit. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to be uh, – my dream was to be an accountant when I got older. So obviously I had to take business, business calculus. So I'm taking the course during the season, and I'm trying to learn the playbook. And I'm, my time management skills is not where they need to be. So make a long story short, I end up failing business calculus, okay? And yeah, I know. And me, I'm like, I've never struggled in school. Like, I, I don't even think I've ever failed a class, ever. But so that was the first F you ever yeah, got? Yeah, first F. That hit like, you? Oh, it was like, wow, <laughs> like, man. But, like, I understood, like, why? Like, it was a, it was a challenging oh course. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, I think you had to, if you failed two classes, then you would uh, be ineligible for the season. You'd be academically ineligible, right? And I'm like, me? In, academically ineligible? Like, I ain't, like, I'm really good in school. Anyway, so I got the F in there, and then we get to uh, econ, and I got a D. Ooh. But the other, the other three classes, I got A's. You're good. Yeah, yeah good. good. But, but if I got these two F's, it's yeah, kind of it's, it's over with. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the final in econ, and my uh, uh, coach Jay, Stan Jefferson, was like, Tyrus, you on the verge of being academically ineligible. And if you fail your econ exam, oh my gosh. you're going to be <laughs> How does it feel to get that tap on the shoulder? It was. It sucks. Got to. It was not good. No. It really was. And they know everything, do they not? They know everything. Before you get your yeah, grades, yeah, they, they know them. They already know. Yeah. They're checking it all the time. So I take the, I take the econ final, right? So I'm nervous. And I take it. But I wasn't confident in my, like, I wasn't confident, like, that I passed it. 
Yeah. So my mom went on sweating and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> so I go back to the door, and who else is who else? Who you think sitting there at the door waiting just to sit there? Cardell. Cardell Jones. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> right. So, so Cardell, I'm like Cardell, man. I think I'm about to be academically ineligible this season. What did he have some good like fatherly <laughs> advice this for way, you? This what he said. Bro, I'm going to say, I got the same problem. <laughs> so we both sit there sweating. So I end up like, it was like the end of the semester, so you got to go home. I'm sitting at home, I'm waiting on the final grades to post for econ. Like, oh my God, please, God. If you look, I don't ask for nothing, God. Yeah, please, give me one thing. Just let one me thing. get a C or a D. Like, I, 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 can, I can manage the D. Come and find out. I end up getting a C. Good for you, <laughs> you man. know I Good fell to the ground and thank the Lord. You have to. <laughs> yeah, so from that moment on, I end up putting the school first, making sure I handle my school business, and I end up patching up things going forward. I never was in that situation again. <laughs> hey, let's go for three, man. We've had a long, good time here tonight in Lancaster. Uh, it's, it's going for three, our weekly roast of whatever catches our eye in news involving the Michigan Wolverines. You know, man, we've done this for a while. Some weeks we got to, like, struggle, figure out how we're going to roast them. And then some weeks it just lands in your lap. <laughs> it says, here you go. <laughs> Don't have to do anything, man. Like, they were 24-and-a-half-point favorites to Michigan State and lost at home. That's because didn't, didn't Indiana beat Michigan State? No, they beat Rutgers beat Michigan State. Yes. So that's what it was. So they thought, yeah, they got their hopes up. That's what it was. And they yeah, beat, but that, that's because everybody be putting them on the pedals to it. They, they do. They think they, they, they better than what they are. Like you just, if the world would just accept them for who they are, you wouldn't be even upset or disappointed in some of the stuff that they do. It's just who they are. But they're nine and three is who they are, perpetually nine and three. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you lost at home as tw- I mean, this is is this the worst loss of Harbaugh's career? Like, Ohio State has roughed him up, but Ohio State's got elite talent. Yeah. Michigan State does not have elite talent. They got a first-year coach. And they were 24-and-a-half-point underdogs. So, so and are they smacked him so, in Ann Arbor. So, so MSU is like the, the kings of that state up north? Right now they are. In my book, forever actually they are. Forever. Now, what'd you do? Because I know you hate both teams. So who were you hoping won this game? Or did you just turn it off and say, I don't care? I'm like, not. I, I know you hate them both. Listen, I could care less. But the average game. Buckeye hates Michigan fans, or hates Michigan more than Michigan State. I'm not the average fan. I know you've got, some, <laughs> you got a couple I, of L's. I got a personal yeah. vendetta. Yeah. 15 and 13, right? I can't believe that. They really robbed us of two national championships. Yeah, Michigan State's got a new coach, Mel Tucker. That's the only is that where is he from? He played for Michigan State. I don't know where he's from originally. Maybe that's why. He coached Ohio State from 01 to 04. All right, that's why he sounds familiar. Like, probably, like, when you were, like, seven years old, he was coaching Ohio State. Receivers? DB, secondary. DB. Well, you're kind of guy. Yeah. You're kind of guy. I can respect that. He was at Colorado last year at one season there, five and seven. They ended up getting the head coach job. And then got the Sparty job. And Colorado fans are still mad because he left in the middle of the night. He's like, peace, I got something better going. That's kind of what I was telling you about being a college coach, you don't want to be great. You want to yeah. be good. Yeah, you're right. You <laughs> did nail that. You did nail that. So he's a long Mama called. He went home. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, 3-3 three and three against Michigan State, 0-5 oh against Mich- or Ohio State, the good guys, 2-12 and 12 against <laughs> top. He makes $8 million a year. I just did. $8 million. Like, he must, you know I could what? get maybe, the same results for a quarter of the price. Maybe he uh, – He's putting a lot of players in the NFL. So. Is he though? <laughs> Is he? I, I don't know. I don't know. He's got a couple of them. I don't. I don't know that player development is straight right people, now. People draft him. Yeah. People draft him a lot, actually. He's got the same exact record right now as Bo Pelini had <laughs> through 67 games, 48 and 19. Not good. Not good. If I were a Michigan fan, I'd be so salty right now. Uh, Don Brown, defensive coordinator up there. When he hired Don Brown, I'm like, this guy's going to be trouble. He's a good defensive coordinator. You know what he does? He runs cover one press man all the time. <laughs> and he already has best corner opt out in the summer. It's a, it's a, and he's uh, got Mac talent at cornerback. See, you, you can't do it if you got Mac talent, <laughs> right? That's the thing. It's it like for the secondary, it's like simplify, simplify everything. 
to like you know you ain't yeah, got to worry you about get after him. full steam ahead yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, I got this man I ain't got to worry about nothing else because I got him like that's you can run all type of man blitzes and stuff that's probably why he did it try to simplify the defense but I mean we've seen Ryan Day murder him like two or three years in a row with crossing but, routes but this is to be ex- they can't do crossing routes it's, how do you not it's to be expected you say it like you shocked I'm not I'm happy <laughs> I'm actually no, I, I actually, I'm going to go on record. I want them to do decent. I am too. I'm like, that guy I, every I'm, year. I'm tired of us just. The wind feels better when they're good. Right. Yes. Like, you yeah. know. Like when I'm it, the same way. God. I don't want them to be crappy. If they're like two and six this year, they're two and five coming in the horseshoe, it's not going to mean that much. Right. I remember when. I had, want them to be like national championship run, like in the running. Yes. And we just. So you weren't 70 there. 70 nothing type you, thing. You were in high school when they had Rich Rodriguez as coach. What year was that? Rich Rod, as before you got there. Hoke was like probably 11 or so. So probably 2008 to 11, I'm guessing. Uh, the game sucked. Because like every – I'm used to waking up on Michigan days, butterflies, like, oh, my God, I hope my dudes are ready. And I didn't have – They the, won one time in like Well, I grew up in the 90s. I grew up in the 90s. Okay, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, scarred. Yeah. But when Rich Rod was a coach, I'm like, man, I hope my guys are ready. And after a while, you're like, these guys suck. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even nervous anymore. I'm not. I mean, it's, it's not fun. <laughs> it, 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 the rivalry is really it's, it, they, it's been a damper to it but yeah. I will say that they do play very hard so, against us they play they play hard hey uh, thanks for joining us tonight here in Lancaster uh, we had a great time on no cap <laughs> uh, special thanks to everyone who came out to see us tonight we're headed back to Buffalo Wild Wings and Powell next Friday I'm running for mayor you are. Your hometown. <laughs> Tyvis Powell, Powell, Ohio. I love it. I hope you can make it out to see us.